Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 137. Another great episode in store. I don't know what else to say at the beginning, right? They're all good. Yeah, they're all we're, good. We're playing bands that we enjoy hearing. We want to share bands with you. You want? We want you to share bands with us so we can share bands back with you. That's just how it works. That's how this cycle works, everybody. Yep. We have a huge list to get through right now. Yes, it's very large. Uh, a lot of new stuff. A lot of great stuff. Uh, some of the stuff, bands have actually reached out. Pretty cool. Uh, a lot of this we plan to get to. There's so much new stuff and a lot of new stuff that I haven't been able to get to that over on Punkanoi Worldwide, I'm going to start getting to a lot of these new tracks because some of the stuff, by the time I've got it scheduled in for myself to play, it's like three or four months down the road. I want to get back to playing the stuff new when it comes out. So yeah. I'm going to catch up and play a ton of stuff because I think it should be played. I want to share it over on Punkanoi Worldwide. So be on the lookout you want to hear a lot of great new tracks, and it's all new tracks, uh, there'll be some episodes coming out on Punkanoi Worldwide dedicated strictly to new music. Speaking of the new stuff, Never Learn, World Out There single, came out January 23rd. That'll be one I'm playing over there. American Television, Watch It Burn, those guys have been on the show. It'll come out 24th of January, going to be playing that there. Uh, Kings Never Die with Raise a Glass EP on the 24th. Gulag Beach with Sarazin Diat on January 24th. Dead Friends came out with High Waisted Jeans on the 24th. Tough Actin' Tenactins with Event Horizon EP on the 24th. And they're already going to be releasing another two-track EP here in the next couple months. Probably by April, maybe sooner. Uh, definitely be playing those guys before too long. Color Killer came out with Not Your Valentine single on the 24th. So if you like holiday and festive music, there's a Halloween, <laughs> or not a Halloween, but a Valentine track coming up already for you. Not Your Valentine, Color Killer. Gab De La Vega come out with Beyond Space and Time on the 24th. The Rats came out with After the Blackout on January 25th. The Detained came out with The Holocaust. It's a cover of a Crisis song. That was a single on the 27th. Cure, C-U-I-R. I I know I fuck that up every time. Uh, Solo (laughs) project from Coop Gorge or George. I probably fucked that up too. I should be better. It's French. Anyway, come out with demo single LP on January 27th. And uh, what's next? Uh, The Personas with Perspective EP on January 28th. Rotten Foxes with We've Got Nothing Left. It's an EP on the 29th. Bloody Gums with Dentist Lover, January 29th. I've already heard that. That's good. Definitely should check that out. Guri Resort, Band from the Bus EP, uh, January 29th. I believe those are all on Common People Records over there in Spain. Both bands, I believe, are from Spain. Definitely looking forward to checking the other one out. Just haven't got to that one yet. So much music to get through. Faux Replica with Presenting on January 29th. And Eric... That's uh, about halfway. Why don't you finish the rest? All right. Going, rounding up the month of January, on the 31st, we have Twin Pigs releasing Chaos Baby. We have Red Light Rebels with a Rewind Erase EP, and the Dropkick Murphys finally, finally released their single of Smash Shit Up. Came out 
January 21st, as promised, the very end of January. I've watched the video twice already, and I've got, I got the single, not the, the picture disc that's on a 12-inch vinyl with my Bonnie as the backside. Right. I didn't do that yet, but I do have the, the two-track digital version that, that came out. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's a good song, but we will get into that, uh, not this episode, but the next episode. Yes, we will. Yeah, we will be playing that next time. Uh, but continuing on with the uh, 31st, it was a big release day. We had uh, Sid Broderius and the Emergency Exit with the Slow Burn EP. And we had Be All End All with Better You Than Me. And what is this, Famous Last Words? Yeah, fr- so side? side A and side B. And with that Sid Broderius and the Emergency Exit, they actually just today, I think, released a three-track acoustic that's not on this list. I just figured we'd mention that, too. So there's some ah. acoustic tracks they put together. So a couple... You know, near releases, 31st mm. and then, or no, the 1st and then today, or 31st, whatever. And by the way, that Red Light Rebels, I was listening to EP to and from work today. That one's a good one. Check it out. All right. I'll have to check that out. And then rounding out the month of January, we have Out for Blood with their Shadow of Death EP. Good one. Just guy picked it up too. <laughs> the Elite, the next one, got that one as well. And Backbreaker, I picked that one up too. Yeah. Got a few things of new music, a lot of good stuff that just came out. Yeah, a lot of good stuff has just come out this month. Like uh, like we said, The Elite, Reason for My Sin EP, and Backbreaker, their self-titled EP, and also Punka, P-U-N-K-A, Ever Get the Feeling You've Ever Been Cheated, which all came out on the first. Right. Then we have Wrong Life, Death to Encore Demo, that came out on the second. The Crash Mat slash The Atom slash The Werecat slash Skimmer 4-Way Skimmer. All did a four-way split with three chords, two teeth. What? That's a great uh, name for a four-way split, huh? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> three chords, two teeth. Oh, man. Just imagine the creature. Eh. Hotel Murder, the Ripper kit single came out on the fourth. Uh, Folk, F-O-C, La Fera Ferrotje came out on the fifth. And then Spanish Love Songs came out with Brave Faces, everyone, on February 7th. Also on the 7th, the Speedmobile EP, just simply called EP, yep. <laughs> just came out that time. Then on the 10th, we had Soki releasing Soki, the self-titled album. That will be coming out on the 10th. And also on 14th, this lovely day, we'll be given, we'll be, we will be giving Personality Cult's album New Arrows, Hersblut with Berliner J- uh, Jungs. I believe that's how it's pronounced. You're right. Jungs. And then The Dead Notes with Courage, and Bovice split with Hurt Peace. Oh, that's Hurt Peace typo on my part. Hurt Peace. Yes. <laughs> with the Flatline. Yeah, splat, they did a spl- they're doing a split. It's coming out, and yes, called Flatline. All on the 14th. A lot of cool stuff. Yep. This list is getting bigger. I know. It was small, right? Like you said, around the holidays, got a little smaller. Getting bigger again. There's a lot of stuff coming out, and there's still quite a bit more to come. Yes, indeed. The list is getting longer. I already know. <laughs> also, uh, I'm going to point this out. I don't remember, or I don't know the exact date in which it was released, but it was just released. Our local favorites, Mandalore, just released a cassette, and it was a, and it's a live cassette of their six-track <laughs> set list played in Pueblo, Colorado. Cool. And that's aptly called, it was made by those who were live. Because if you know their EP was called, it was made by those who were dead. So (laughs) a little bit of a play on words. But I haven't had the chance to listen to it because I bought the cassette 
uh, from their show last week, which we'll talk about later. Okay. I bought their cassette, and I went and put it on my uh, stereo and listened to both sides, and nothing was on it. <laughs> so I got a blank cassette. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, so yeah, I've, uh, reached, I reached out to uh, Conrad and said, I need a new one. Yes. This one doesn't have anything on it. Okay, I'll get you one. So <laughs> I will. I will be back with a uh, with a verdict on how good it sounds. Excellent. <laughs> but until then, we have some new t- songs to discuss. We do. So first up, uh, you have the band Downcast. Yes, I have the band Downcast. After 25 years of inactivity, these uh, Sal Cal '90s hardcore stalwarts have come back with a new single. And are teasing a new album, which is slated to be released on the 21st of this month. The album is called Tell Me I'm Alive. Yes. <laughs> Aptly named, right? Yeah. Tell Me I'm Alive. After years of asking Downcast, are you still alive? Yes. <laughs> like, okay, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's nice to see that they've uh, come back and they dropped a new single that came out uh, just, a, uh, just a few days ago. I remember it was, a, I remember it was just like a day or two after the last uh, podcast. The 30th. Yeah. It came out on the 30th. And I listened to it, and I'm like, wow, this is a different sound. Because Downcast back in the 90s were just like straight up, uh, just a straight up hardcore band from that time. You know, sounding like uh, Judge or Bold or Youth of Today, that's, that type of stuff. Um, but this one is a little bit more on the uh, post-hardcore side. I remember last week we were talking about what constituted as a post-hardcore band. And for me, this actually embodies a lot of the... Uh, tropes i hear in early post hardcore it's like got the uh little hints of old hardcore music some like uh only not quite so lo-fi not quite so aggressive it's a little more laid back some more angular uh guitar melodies and some more uh some more groove and kind of a laid back kind of jazzy drums instead of just like pummeling you know okay so that to me is what constituted a a classic post hardcore song and like I said, it's taken on many shapes and forms, but that's my personal definition. But let's listen to this downcast song. The song is called Mayday. It will be coming out on Tell Me I'm Alive.
All right, that's Mayday by Downcasts coming out soon. Coming out soon. Pretty pretty awesome track. <laughs> you can go to the Bandcamp page and you can pre-order it. Uh, again, it's called Tell Me I'm Alive. And you can go to downcast31g.bandcamp.com. There you go. We had some trouble finding it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of uh, problems trying to find you know anything on like a social media, but they are the one from Southern California. So when you look up Downcast, if you did like I did and find like six or seven <laughs> bands, they weren't one of any of those. <laughs> They're from California, none of the other locations. Uh, go to the Bandcamp page and definitely check them out there and you can get it pre-ordered. The right, the right Downcast is the one that had two releases in the 90s and then nothing. Yes. <laughs> It'll seem strange. You can go onto iTunes and find that that original two releases as well. Yeah. And it'll pull up and it'll look weird like it's two different bands. But it's the same band. Yes. <laughs> it is the same band, even though the even though this recording doesn't sound anything like that uh, early one. But there's still in that song there's still like little flares of that hardcore sense in there, but it's not the not the main focus. They're just there as kind of like a uh, kind of like a callback to add some little a little something extra to something that's a little bit softer and emotionally different. Right. And I do notice the drums, maybe the that you're pointing out, a little bit softer drums, not not so fast and uh, you know, heavy pace there. Yeah. Definitely yeah, definitely a lot more uh, musicality going into there <laughs> as opposed to just like I'm pissed and I wanna <laughs> rage. <laughs> But yeah, that was downcast. <laughs> well, I've got a bunch of bands on this episode that I'd wanted to play. You know, like I'd said at the top of the show, there's a lot of stuff I've got kind of picked out for the next almost two months, maybe longer. And I kind of grouped all these ones together intentionally because there was a bunch from Australia, New Zealand. They're all kind of near each other. So every band I'm playing on this show is either from Australia or New Zealand. Uh, the first band up is going to be The Backups. They released their album, which is called Not Your First Choice, back in July of this past year, but July 5th. But it was also released on Inner City Uprising, who released it December 20th. So it was released and then released again. Uh, The band is from Sydney, but the members actually come from Barcelona, Australia, South Korea, Colombia, and London. But they're all there in Australia as the backups, but that's where they've come from. And if you haven't heard of Inner City Uprising, go check them out on Bandcamp. They've been around since 1996, so a lot of of releases out on Inner City (laughs) Uprising. Uh, If you're into hardcore punk and or like noise, I don't know what else to call it because some of that shit that comes across is just fucking noise. (laughs) That's probably what the genre is. Uh, There's a lot of that there. But without me talking more, let's do the backups with Hooligans off of Not Your First Choice. All right.
All right, that's hooligans. Yeah, definitely hardcore punk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Backups, cool band. Uh, they have their own Bandcamp page. Check them out there. Or you can go to Inner City Uprising. Check it out there. Get it there. And there's a whole bunch of other great releases through Inner City Uprising. And again, if you're into noise as well, there's a lot of noise. Some of that shit I like was skipping through the song because it was literally just fucking noise. Like I didn't know what the fuck it was. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's not not something that I I get. I haven't put a lot of time into listening, so I don't get it. But they do have a lot of other things like this, the backups that, for me anyway, it's kind of more my speed. So uh, I like the, the backups. Check that out there. Wolfpack, also out of Australia. They're from Melbourne, Australia. Last band was Sydney. At least that's where they are. Like I said, they're from all over the place. Uh, Wolfpack. They started in 2011, 100% not-for-profit band. All money they mm-hmm. make goes to animal charities down there in Australia. Hence, the names of their releases are always Benefit 1, 2, 3, so forth. Yep. Benefit 6 came out. Uh, uh, digital came out December 22nd. I believe they had hard copies prior to that down there in Australia, but I don't think they were touring or anything outside of Australia, to my knowledge. I saw Wolfpack two, three years ago at Punk Rock Bowling. They were one of the opening bands on, I don't know which day. Anyway, (laughs) uh, really awesome to see. Uh, Definitely always excited to play these guys. So Benefit 6 came out. This track right here is Brave, not Brave, Grave New World. See, fucked it up. There's a reason why it's called Grave New World. (laughs) All right, here it is.
That's Wolfpack. I should have probably played them as my metal pick. They consider themselves, I believe, like a thrash band anyway. But I saw them at Punk Rock Bowling, so they get put in the, the new music category yeah. there. Well, I mean, they're one of those bands, you know, who are... You get that cross-pollination feel. There is definitely some punk and metal in there. Right. And you get... Um, punk Rock Bowling, I saw Iron Reagan play a Punk Rock Bowling. You right. know, I, I saw Ministry play a Punk Rock Bowling. That was like... Those I wouldn't even consider to be proper punk bands, but you definitely feel and hear the influence that goes into their music. Yeah, Ministry, probably for one, was like one of those bands, you know, they started off as like just new wave Depeche Mode worship pretty much. Right. And then they just gradually got more brutal and darker and just more macabre and, you know, became like the industrial outfit that we know today. Right. You know, and... But they did get their roots and inspiration from a lot of punk rock bands. And you, know, you can say the same thing for a band like Iron Reagan and also a band like Wolfpack. I definitely hear the punk stuff in there. It's definitely raw. But yeah, you you hear like guitar solos and just these uh, it, these like scales that crawl across the fretboard. That <laughs> <laughs> It is definitely thrash, but it's I'd say it's closer to the uh, crossover realm because it's not quite a... Uh, not quite an epic metal thrash sure. song or something like that. Well, I like them. They're cool, and they're fun to watch live because the drummer is the singer. He's sitting back there drumming the shit. I mean, you hear that yeah, that's right. in the song, and he's also doing all the vocals. Well, you know, the lead vocals anyway. So definitely, if you haven't checked out Wolfpack, played them on Punkcast before, definitely go check them out. Let's do some older or lesser known bands. Yours is older. Mine's probably a little lesser known. Let's go to yours first. Well, I chose the band Pissed Jeans. Right. <laughs> Pissed Jeans. That's just a... Well, the name was something that drew me in. But actually, I heard this band from the show Letterkenny. Oh. Yeah. That, I love that show. I love that show, too. That weird-ass comedy show straight out of Canada. Yes. <laughs> just, aside from just being a great show, they have a great soundtrack. And... When I hear a lot of the songs that play in the credits and also just throughout the show, there's a lot of the weird Americana-inspired indie rock and also a lot of uh, that same style of uh, punk rock that's in there as well. One of them was the Dirty Nil, which I recognized right off the bat in one of the earlier seasons. And then, as I was watching the uh, new season, there was a song on there that was from the band Piss Jeans. Okay. And I was like, oh, this is a good song. And it's one of those bands that wears their... that is kind of considered on that indie rock spectrum, but just refuses to give up their uh, punk rock influences in order for a softer sound. <laughs> and they do have that old school Detroit garage feel to it, just that those abhorrent vocals and just that self-sabotaging wall of sound and these scratchy guitar noises. It's a wonderful, they're just a wonderful listen. And they've been around for quite a while the song came out and this one came out on their album hope for men which was in 2007 which was 13 years ago right and they are still putting out releases and they've put out i believe one or two albums before this one yeah i think so yeah and haven't really done much to stray from their sound at least from what i've heard i haven't done a deep dive on this band but this album itself is a great listen and the song Secret Admirer, which is what we're going to be playing, is the one that I heard on the Letterkenny show. Awesome. And just drew me in and got me to appreciate these guys a lot more. So Excellent. let's listen. Let's listen. 
Definitely got a lot of inspiration from the late Black Flag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you fe- kind of feel those later, uh, slower albums, like a Loose Nut or a In My Head creeping in there. <laughs> yeah, and also a lot of the Stooges, reminded, that's what this reminded me of. Okay. Yeah, and especially in some of their uh, other songs, they have those, they have the songs that just kind of uh, drone on with the uh, instrumentals, and, and yeah, Black Flag did that too, but arguably I think the Stooges were more interesting in uh, what they were, and bringing what the guitar was sonically capable of doing in that time. So I feel a lot of that comes in with Pissed Jeans music. That's cool. So check out more of the band if you like what you heard. I know I did. Yeah. A <laughs> uh, band I picked, uh, new release, came out on December 6th, but the little lesser known, I think they've only been around since like 2015, but they've got like four albums and six or seven uh, like EPs or splits, uh, singles, stuff like that. They've got quite a few releases under their belt in such a short time. They're originally from Auckland, New Zealand, but have since relocated to London, England. Uh, the Cavemen came out with Night After Night on December 6th on Slovenly Records. This is the title track. It's called Night After Night. I thought it had a cool sound, so definitely want to play them on the show. Here we go.
that's the cavemen. That is the cavemen. Sounds like they were around in the uh, primitive stages of uh, punk music, right? <laughs> <laughs> so a fitting title, because yeah, that was right. Uh, had that very old school uh, '70s England sound. Yeah, and like I said, they moved there. Maybe that's why they moved there. Maybe they influenced them. And they want to be closer to you know people that made that kind of music. Yeah, it's possible they wanted to be in the they wanted to be in the field where the energy was so <laughs> physical. <Right? laughs> All right, well, let's talk about a touring band and then some live shows and such. Uh, coming through Salt Lake is the Reverend Horton Heat. That dude's always on tour, that band. <laughs> and they come through Utah every time, so I know they draw a good crowd. Uh, I'm going to run over a list real quick of where you can see him uh, starting tonight, the 4th. Uh, he's doing three nights in Seattle at the Crocodile. And all those nights he'll be with the, he'll be with the Buttertones, the Dusty 45s and Bloodshot Bill. And then on the 7th, it'll be in Tacoma, Washington, uh, the Capitol Theater in Olympia on the 8th, at Grants Pass, Oregon, at the Pavilion at Josephine County Fairgrounds. Awesome. That's on February 9th. That sounds cold. That sounds outside. Hopefully it's indoors. Uh, then they'll be here in Salt Lake at the Depot on the 7th, not 7th, 7 p.m. on the 11th. So if you're here in Salt Lake City next week, on the 11th, we'll be recording that day. Yep. It'll be on Tuesday. <laughs> uh, Reverend Horton Heat, and they will be with the Buttertones, the Coffin Cats, and Deke Dickerson here. <laughs> and then Steamboat Springs in Colorado on the 12th, Denver, Colorado for three nights at the Bluebird Theater, back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, 13th, 14th, and 15th. So... Sounds like a Valentine's weekend there in Denver if you want to go see Reverend Horton Heat. And then they'll be going to Colorado Springs on the 16th, Austin, Texas on the 19th. By the way, this band is from Dallas, Texas, so they'll be hitting close to home, I guess. Uh, there they'll be doing two shows in Austin on the 19th and 20th, Dallas at the House of Blues on the 21st. Uh, Imokali, Florida, Imokali, man, I don't know if I'm saying that shit right, but they'll be at the Seminole Casino Hotel there on the 22nd, Memphis, Tennessee on the 23rd, then Houston, Texas on the 29th, uh, March 14th in Tampa, Florida, and then there's a whole bunch of other places in, you know, through March and April, uh, San Antonio, Georgia, looks like Athens in Georgia, Knoxville, Tennessee, Akron, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, Newport, Kentucky, Champaign, Illinois, Columbus, Missouri takes us into April. Looks like April 3rd. Oklahoma City, Estes Park in Colorado, Durango, Colorado, Salona Beach, California, Big Bear Lake, California, Hermosa Beach, California, West Hollywood, two nights in a row, Fresno, San Juan, Capistrano, San Luis Obispo, then Pioneer Town in California, and that is through April 19th, and then heading over to Europe and doing, uh, looks like Belgium on the 1st, May 1st, Netherlands in, on the 2nd, handful of shows there in, all over England, uh, May 4th through the 9th, and then back doing some Greenville, Texas, and then he's doing a festival in June. That dude, that band is all over the place. So <laughs> I think I went way too deep into where he's going, but you heard the locations. You can go find at Reverend Horton Heat on Facebook, and you can see the whole rundown of everywhere they've been. And that's enough talking for a second. Let's play some rockabilly. Reverend Horton Heat off of his newest release, 
came out in 2018. It was called Whole New Life, and this is track one, the title track, Whole New Life. I got snowballs closing on the man who's on his way. But I ain't gonna throw the old hand that goes away. Oh, no. I got snowballs and my life is on its way. Got some crazy little chicken down in the yard to play. But there's an old chicken on just watching them through the day. I'm gonna shoot at that bird and make it go away. that sweet 50s nostalgia <laughs> yes so you heard all the shows he's doing a shit ton this year go check him out again that was off the new album title track whole new life eric tell me about some live shows uh some live shows i'll tell you about the one how about that one <laughs> the one that i saw i talked about it a bit last week uh it's kind of a precursor to what was to be expected. It was the show at Provo Bicycle Collective, right. which was down in Provo, Utah, which is about a 40-minute drive south of Salt Lake and also houses the infamous BYU campus. <laughs> and it's also not the most culturally diverse city in the in the state. I think it's the least culturally diverse. So it's Probably true. It is one of the, in other words, it's one of the most boring cities you could ever visit. Absolutely. <laughs> but they are, it is not without its charm. And that charm came in the form of this brutal hardcore show. It was an amazing lineup. There was the, <clears throat> as talked about last week, there was the band Stay Away, uh, which was from San Diego, California. And then there was just an onslaught of local support with Despite Despair, uh, Zodiac Killer, and. Oh, why did I forget the name? Mandalore. 
right? <laughs> they forget Mandalore. And Violent Unrest. Also, Build was Fight the Future, but unfortunately they couldn't make it to the show. One of the band members uh, was dealing with uh, death in the family at the uh, time, and they had to drop off. That's unfortunate. Which sucks, because I still haven't seen Fight the Future in a proper set. The only time I saw them was at Punk Rock Halloween, where they were doing an H2O cover set. Gotcha. Which doesn't really count, but... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Fight the Future, I hope you... Uh, I hope you get on some shows soon, because we'd really love to see you. But Definitely. anyway, despite that fact, the show was amazing. It was packed to the brim with people, uh, hardcore kids, punk rockers, metalheads, and there was just a series of like circle pits, slam dancing from side to side, flailing fists, and uh, spin kicks, and just pile-ups onto the microphone. It was a blast. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and only one fight. Oh, that's <laughs> good. Yeah, only one fight. It was just, uh, just I don't even really know what happened. Someone was dancing too hard, and someone got a little too aggressive, so they fought back, as one would do. Right. But the situation was diffused before it got way out of hand. Oh, good. Yeah, just that cross-cultures, you know, uh, punk dancing is very different from what hardcore dancing is, and... Yeah, some some of it is taken as like uh, people are actually fighting when in fact it's not. It's just their uh, the way that they dance, right? And it's a uh, pretty aggressive. Uh, but it was an aggressive show, awesome. <laughs> and, and every band killed it. Despite despair, the last band to play was explosive as always. They played in a dark room, was only lit by a shop light hanging from the ceiling, and a floodlight in the back of the drum set. Awesome. Yeah, the mic was cutting out, and the uh, <laughs> you know it was on the floor, so everyone was like bumping into the uh, to the singer or the guitarist or whatever, and it was just a riot, but in a good way. Good. That's just what you expect from a show like that. Um, but yeah, Sagan's Youth was there. We were covering the show. Um, and if you follow Landon Hale Media on Instagram, you will see some of the photos that he has posted on there. And you can see the full gallery on Sagan's Youth website. Hopefully will be up later today. I just learned we had some uh, website malfunctions. And the article was up for a few minutes, and then it got taken down. So I guess we got to rebuild the web page. Just stupid technical stuff. <laughs> okay, we'll be on the lookout for it. Yeah, if it's not we'll, there, look back. Yeah, we'll be up. Photo gallery, and it'll... Brief write-up of the show from yours truly. So check Perfect. it out. Check it out. It was a great show, and I tried my best to recapture it. So Excellent. There we go. <laughs> we'll check those out, and uh, we'll go into further detail in the coming month, months maybe. But uh, just announced today is uh, the casualties, leftover crack, and... Grade 2. Grade 2, and that's the primaries here in Salt Lake. It's uh, like the end of the first week of April, like the 8th or the 9th. Yeah, it's I forget. the 8th. Uh, we'll have the last gang. The day after that, up in uh, Boise, Dogs in the Fight will also be playing, friends of the show. So uh, I know both of those are on the bill, and they're doing shit, at least 16 to 20 different shows, something like that all together, I think, most of those bands. So April, pretty much April, Look, yep. be on the lookout <laughs> for those. We'll talk more about it in coming episodes, but that's still a ways away for us. So let's do some great cover-to-cover -cover albums. Eric, what do you got? I got one of the uh, one of my favorite bands that I discovered in the last decade. It was a band called Visa, V I Z A, <laughs> and originally the band formed in Los Angeles, California. Um, but much like the backups, which we were talking about earlier, it consists of members who were from all different parts of the world, mostly right. in the Balkans 
and uh, you know the Eastern Europe area, and only uh, I think the drummer was from Detroit, Michigan. Okay, uh, but they all met up and uh, discovered themselves, uh, discovered each other in Los Angeles, and decided to form a band. And this band consists of a lot of uh, Eastern European folk music, a lot of gypsy esque stuff, in the same vein as Gogo Bordello, and a lot of punk rock influence as well, uh, but also a lot of metal influence. There's definitely a lot of a uh, crazy guitar solos and shredding in their songs awesome. but i remember seeing them uh way back in 2013 and i they were opening up for gogo bordello and that's how i discovered them and i walked away just thinking that band was incredible i never heard anything like that it was it was like metal but with these uh, eastern european instruments like uh I, I believe it's pronounced the old <laughs> which is basically like a lute okay <laughs> just this huge bulbousy shaped uh, stringed instrument that makes that kind of a mandolin-like sound, which you will hear in these uh, songs. Which, by the way, let me talk about the album. Okay. So, <laughs> the album came out in 2010, 10 years ago. They have a lot of albums, by yeah, the way. There's they do. a lot. <laughs> they do. This is just one of, like, I think maybe seven or and eight. And something. <laughs> There's They have a lot of releases. Yeah, a lot of releases. But this one happens to be my favorite. From back to back, it is a solid record. I was very hard for me to choose two songs, uh, but I cho- decided to choose the two that I think had a bit more of a punk rock edge to it. Because, like I said, their sound goes from all over the place. Okay. <laughs> and this album is called Made in Chernobyl. Like I said, came out in 2010, and bit of a yeah, bit of a mixed bag with uh, uh, with their sounds. They kind of were steering away from their punk rock influence on this record, but it still definitely is noticeable in this next song, which is My Mona Lisa. So let's listen to that one. of weird wonky sounds going in just a short song right yeah but that hi-fi energy and just that uh the speed and agility makes it a punk rock song in my opinion definitely 
Yeah. And the next one I chose was a, was the song Dynamite. And as the title would suggest, is uh, rather explosive. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, it's twice as long as the last one. Yeah, twice to. as long. They do have some. They do have some long ones. Some go go up to about six minutes. This one's not quite that long. This next yeah. one's only like three and a half. Yeah, only three. <laughs> only three and a half won't tide you over too much, but you won't even notice those minutes go by. Yeah, because <laughs> they have a way of just drawing you in. You know, it's not. It's not look at how many instruments we can play in uh, one song. It's like no, each one has its uh has its place, and it's all coming out through this weird filter that they've adapted to and just kind of perfected over the years. So with that said, let's listen to Dynamite.
Well, that had a lot going on. Yeah, like I said, if you li- if you listen closely, you get to hear so many of those uh, weird instruments. One of which is like a, I'm not sure what the actual name is, but they are percussive instruments. While the drum set, the actual rock and roll drums, are being played you know, as usual, you have this other set of drums that are just getting in all these weird fills, and they're being played with the hands. You know, they're kind of like uh, Congo drums, but I think they are something different. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. And like it's and like that uh intro in the beginning, it sounds like the little winding music box. Which <laughs> <laughs> just kind of is like building it up and uh waiting for it to just pop off. It's like dynamite. Uh, yeah, again, you know, the music kind of translates in the feelings of the of the song itself. Awesome. So, yeah, really great band. Definitely check out that album and check out their other stuff too. There's they a got lot a, to check out there. Yeah, there's a lot. I wish I could see them again. They haven't been back. Uh, since that show in 2013, but they've been playing all over the place, like mostly Europe. Yeah. Well, if you get a chance, especially if you're in Europe, definitely check out Visa. Visa. V-I-Z-A. <laughs> great, great band. Great bunch of dudes. Love it. All right, I picked another band from New Zealand. This is Flirting with Disaster. Had Chaz Valentine on the show. It's been coming up on a little over two years. Uh, talked to Chaz about some solo stuff he was doing and then stuff he did with The Rabble. Uh, love his solo stuff. Love the band The Rabble. Uh, other guys that make up the band Flirting with Disaster also come from False Start and Broken Avenue. So cool bands. Flirting with Disaster came out with the album Redundant, the first track. I'm going to play off of that. It's a good album. It just came out uh, in December, December 4th. It's called Fuck the Law. Indeed. We should fuck all of the law. <laughs> I get the sound stuck in my mind. I'm searching for the things I can't find. Is there a reason to make it known? I'm judging everything that I've been shown. Another day, another town, another movement in the underground. This repetition is in a stay. I bet you wish That's the first one. Definitely got that uh, 90s sound to it. Right? This (laughs) is new stuff. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's new, but Uh, they're just reveling in that uh, that skate punk sound. Right. Uh, It's cool. I like the Rabble. I think the Rabble and this band are are different sounds, 
both great, though. Uh, Flirting with Disaster, I've played a couple of the tracks. They released a couple singles here and there, so we're not playing any of those. Uh, but the album Redundant's really good. White Noise, that's the next track that we're going to play. So I hope you enjoy this. If you do, go check it out. The songs are a little shorter. They're, you know, minute and a half, minute 40. But it's a really cool album. I think there's like 14 tracks. You can go find it on Flirting with Disasters Bandcamp page as well. And uh, we'll talk more about their Facebook when we talk about everybody's Facebook at the end of the show, as we typically do. So, yes, this is White Noise. We haven't forgotten. I'd rather listen to White Noise. I'd rather listen to the songs that are in my head. I'd rather listen to anything else other than what you're playing in me. I'd rather listen to White Noise. I'd sing along if the words had any fucking meaning. But a kid singing about love never did much for me. Flirting with Disaster, great band. If you want to go check out the interview we did with Chaz Valentine, it's one of the first interviews. I think it was interview three or four. So it was oh. back September of 2017, episode 15.5. <laughs> ton of great Chaz stuff all on that episode. Wow. Early, early stages of the interview process, at least for SLC Punkcast, and only been a show for like four months at that point. Wow. <laughs> and already you were talking to some pretty well-known people. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. That was pretty uh, rad. Those songs were really short, too. Yeah, minute and a half, minute 40. And there's a lot of other good ones. Uh, I, I'd played some on previous episodes over, I don't know, over the last six to nine months because they released a single or two here or there. So I played those. So I went for some stuff that hadn't been previously released on the new album. Again, it's redundant. Is it redundant that I say it again? I don't know. Anyway, I go don't. check it out. <laughs> that was released December 4th. Flirting with Disaster. Let's wrap this show up with some metal. Metal. Yeah. What do you got? <laughs> well, I got probably one of the most important metal bands, in my opinion, I'm sure a lot of people will agree, of the 2000s and also the 2010s. The band is called Converge. And I say they are important because not only did they release some music uh, in the late 90s and 2000s that was that really changed the scope of music, at least in heavy music. Every Almost every band was like trying to copy what Converge was doing. You know, angular riffs and just these caustic vocals and these really mathy, off-kilter rhythms. And, yeah, and Converge really did set a precedent for that. But also... Kurt Ballou, their guitarist, is also a fantastic uh, producer. 
And he's produced a lot of bands through on the Death Wish label, which was also founded by singer Jacob Bannon. And produced a lot of bands from Nails to uh, Cancer Bats, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> and if you listen to those bands, they all have a very distinct style, which is like a... How do I say it? Very murky and very grimy and just absolutely heavy, but you can still make out what what's coming across. Okay. Like, it's lo-fi enough that it just sounds like it's was made in a shed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just their production style and the way that they... And the fact that they gave a hub through Death Wish Records that for all of these heavy bands that just come... Uh, to come in and make music that they understand, that they can harness, that they are able to like make sound good on an album, uh, just speaks volumes for what this band has done to the metalcore scene and the hardcore scene, the grindcore scene, power violence, just the list can go on. And this all started back in an album called Jane Doe. Not the first album, but the first one that really like put them into the limelight. Everyone okay. understood, oh, this band is a force to be reckoned with. No one really released an album of this caliber that sounded this good. It's a concept album. Kind of details the story of this uh, of this female character just going through a very a grim journey. We will say that. <laughs> I can't go into all the details on it, but uh, but yeah, it's just a caustic listen, very chaotic, and definitely a test on your senses. But it's still fun nonetheless. And the song that I chose was Homewrecker. Just a, a great, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Send up okay. to, uh, uh, to the guitar playing and to the drumming and just the weird sounds that they came up with all in like a, almost a four minute song. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, it's close. <laughs> yeah. Pretty close. Yeah. And a lot of songs, they were like, a, they could either be like a minute and a half three minutes or even 10 minutes. Wow. Just, just to show, just to show that there was no, uh, no, nothing that would be left untreaded. So, so let's listen to Homewrecker by Converge.
converge. Indeed it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool metal pick. Uh, very metal. Yeah, definitely metal. Not so much uh, not so much hardcore anymore, like on the metalcore side of things. Or not yeah, not so much hardcore with with how metalcore was shaping around in the two thousands, it was definitely getting a lot more uh, distant from its uh, punk roots. And you had bands that were like uh, Kill Switch Engage or Darkest Hour that were kind of taken from that Swedish mellow death side. A lot of uh, shredding and melodic guitar work. And then you had bands like uh, Converge, which were just putting in all this crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and so many bands tried to uh, copy off of them. And yep, yeah, I mean, imitation is the greatest form of flattery, right? <laughs> you say that. But yeah, no band can even uh, touch Converge. And Jane Doe, I think, is an untouchable album. It just With every listen, I get a more appreciative view on it. It's cool. Yep. My pick is nowhere in the realm of which picked. I just wanted to find a band from Australia, New Zealand, somewhere in that range to kind of fit metal, just since uh, everything else I picked was Australia or New Zealand. Yeah, and, I noticed that. <laughs> and a band that uh, I do enjoy some of their some of their music. I'm not like huge into that style of music anymore. It's kind of hair metal esque, but a newer band. Uh, the band is Airborne. I don't know if you're familiar with Airborne. I'm familiar with uh, with the name. I've seen them on quite a few uh, bills at USANA Amphitheater. Right. <laughs> that's the for those of you who are outside of Salt Lake. That's the amphitheater which houses like all the big name hair metal and uh, classic rock bands. Sure. So I've seen Airborne. Uh, on those flyers. On those just, they've recently come out with an album, and they're going to be touring again in 2019 and 2020. They have a big, long tour. Uh, this particular track came out in 2007. This mm. is my favorite track from the band. It's called Running Wild. It's off the same album, or, you know, it's the title track. Uh, they're from Melbourne, Australia. <laughs> they're on Spine Farm, if you're familiar with that label. I am. That was quite a big label back in the 90s. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Without uh, further ado, let's play some Airborne and wrap this show up. Let's do it.
yeah, that band would have killed it in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, that's rock and roll right there. <laughs> that, that's a, an arena band back in the 80s, early 90s. I think they got like the vocals of Jackal and it's kind of kind of some a little ACDC, but kind oh, of a yeah. little little less uh, the the blues riffs maybe. I don't know. But Yeah, not not quite as bluesy as ACDC. Definitely, but yeah. From Australia, you kind of have right? that. Uh, <laughs> you got to look up to ACDC as that like a uh, uh, beacon. It's like, oh, well, they did it. Well, why can't we? <laughs> well, that, but, that, that's airborne. Yeah, that's airborne. That was a good song. Yeah, uh, it's fun. <laughs> the, de- yeah, fun rocking uh, arena tune. There you, you know, go. What, what more can you say? What more could you want? <laughs> Absolutely. That wraps up our show. Uh, metal picks. Uh, all Australia and New Zealand for me. You know, some of the bands kind of branched out, moved on, whatever. But they're from those areas. Uh, speaking of uh, what you can find and who you can find where, uh, the show, our show, is on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Player FM, SLCPunkCast.com, and probably some other places. If you find it in other places, let me know. I think it's cool. We'll let other people know. Yeah. Yes, we will. <laughs> and then uh, the bands you can find on Instagram, at Wolfpack Shred, at Real Pissed Jeans, at The Cavemen NZ, at Rev Horton Heat Official, at Visa, V-I-Z-A, at Visa Music, at Converge, at Airborne, and the show is at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? Once more, you can find me at ScaryUncle underscore Eric97. That is Eric spelled with a C, E-R-I-C. I am also on Facebook, Eric U. Norris. My band, Anonymous, can be found at Instagram, at AnonymousBand underscore official. I believe I can never get it right. <laughs> <laughs> if you just type in at AnonymousBand, you'll see us. Yes. You know, don't worry too much about the specifics. Also, same thing on Facebook, but that is at AnonymousSLC. And you can, like I said, you can find my writings on Slug Mag's, uh, slugmagazine.com and also saganzyouth.com. I just got word that our site... That part of the site is up and running again. Awesome. You can go and view the photos and my write-up of that show that I talked about in this episode. Cool. If you want to get a bit more of a, uh, not really in-depth feel of it, but you can definitely see it in the photos. So definitely check that out. Also, you can find Sagan's Youth on Instagram as well, at Sagan's Youth Collective. Excellent. There you go. The bands can be found on Facebook at Wolfpack Shred, at Piss Jeans, at The Caveman NZ. See, the, even though they might have relocated to London, they still have that in their social media as the NZ for New Zealand. That's true. <laughs> at Reverend Horton Heat, at Visa Music, at Flirting with Disaster NZ, at Converge, at Airborne Rock. And the show is at SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining, uh, Eric. Another great episode. Bunch of great music, good yep. metal. A lot of great, yeah, a lot of great music. I feel like the episodes are getting uh, longer each time. <laughs> By a couple minutes, we're, we've we've crept into the one minute nineteen or one hour nineteen minutes. Yeah, I try not to talk too much, but it's like I got a lot to say. Right. <laughs> we hope you enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, we hope we hope you enjoy it. We hope we didn't take up uh, too much of your time. We hope we took up exactly what you were expecting. <laughs> exactly. And we hope that you come back next week and listen to the next batch of songs. Which are all going to be good. Yeah, they're all going to be good as well. Like we said, it's all going to be good. Also, next episode is 138. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Stay gonna, tuned for 138. We'll have, yeah, we'll have some special stuff on there. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> all right, until next time. Play the fucking outro. Play the fucking outro.